Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. Today we're going to talk about the greatest revelation in the Bible. It's kind of like a treasure that's hidden in the plain sight. A revelation so simple yet so deep that we miss it and we don't see it. With that being said, I want to ask you this question. What makes this world go round? Maybe it's a it's a broad question, but let me keep asking you a couple of more questions. What makes I mean, what keeps the peace in this world? Maybe peace between countries. What makes the, the workplace great workplace? Uh, what makes a great vacation? What makes a good church? Or what makes a good family? This one magical word. It's called relationships. Me and my wife had a privilege to start a new series in our church called Relationships. And I am uh, looking deeper into our relationships with our Heavenly Father, with one another, with friends, marriage, and, and all kinds of relationships. And, and um, when I was study, studying about this, uh, something just, just uh, you know, sometimes the Bible just, just illuminates. And, and you see things that you haven't seen before, right? revelation of the Bible that carries you through this world. And now... Uh, and I wanted to bring you to the story that happened in the Garden of Eden in the beginning when God was creating the world as we know it. And uh, when God was creating this world, He would use this phrase over and over and over. And God said it was good when He created the first day, the, in, the, in the first day, the second day, the first day, when He separated the the. the the, the light from the darkness, the, the earth from waters and, and plants. And every single time he moved, he said, it was good. It was good. And you see this over and over and over until he created Adam. And when he created a Adam, God said something that he had never said before. He said, it was not good for man to be alone. So for the first time, God created man, looked at Adam, and he said, hold on a second. It's not good. Something is missing from here. When uh, God created Adam, he created him uh, from dirt, right? And, but when God created Eve, he did something different. And I always would read this, this story and never really see the significance of this story. You see... When God created Eve, He took Adam, He opened the flesh. He took the rib out of Adam and He created Eve. He brought Eve to Him and Adam said, She is the flesh of my flesh. She is, she's the bone of my bone. She will be called woman. Now, when, uh, when God created uh, Eve, there was there something happened. And, and it, it, this, this act of spilling of blood, when you open, uh, when you open uh, a flesh, when you make a cut, the blood will be pouring out of that, that flesh. I know when you're a God, you can do whatever you want to do it. and maybe, <laughs> there, there is no limit. Maybe the, there wasn't a whole lot of blood spilled and maybe it was amazing and magical. But any, anytime you open a wound, open a flesh, there's a little bit of blood that was, spill, that, that was, was, was spilled. Now... And when I saw that, I finally realized that it was a first relationship or marriage, a first blood covenant. 
It was the first blood when Adam said, she is the flesh of my flesh. He meant it, okay, she was taken out of me. She's part of me. When, when he said she's bone of my bone, she, he said, this person is, is, was taken from me. She is part of me. Now, and that signifies the blood covenant, covenantal relationship. I spoke on that a little bit in, uh, uh, on Sunday, last, uh, last Sunday in church. And right now it's, uh, it's Tuesday, uh, August 3rd. So if you want to, uh, watch the series that happened, just Google it, the date, it would be two days ago. That would be August 1st of 2021. And, uh, and it was the say is the first blood covenant between between a man and a woman. Now it's the same blood covenant that continues today. It's the same blood covenant between a father and a son, between a parent and a child. Let, let me explain. When you become a parent, you cannot just stop being a parent one day. You can you can run from responsibility of the parent. You can not be in, in children's lives. You can, you might run from the responsibility of being a parent, but you cannot stop being a parent. Even if you, even if you never see your child, you give your child away from the day one, you're still that, that child parent. You're still the dad or mom. You are in everlasting blood covenant in that relationship because that, that boy or that girl, that child is part of you. That's what blood covenant is. When, when Adam, when God took the rib from Adam and created it in Eve, he, he showed us the first blood covenant, understanding of blood covenant. And let me tell, let me tell you, you have to understand the blood covenant and what it signifies and understand when you understand the blood covenant or covenantal relationship, you understand what Jesus did on the cross for us. Now, traditions back in the day in, in the Old Testament, in order to become a blood brother, they would do this, this tradition. They would take the animal, they would cut it in half, they would put it on each side, and both of them would, would walk right in between those, those two pieces of an animal. And they would say something like, let this happen to me if I don't protect you, if I will not revenge you, if I, if I will not help you. So I, I am a blood brother. So I, I am in covenant with you forever. It doesn't matter if, if, whether we're gonna be fighting, whether we're not gonna sing eye to eye and things happen. I am your blood brother and I want to, uh, uh, help you and be there for you for the rest of uh, the rest of your life. Now you see that story in Abraham's life. When, when God told Abraham, look at the stars and that's, can you count the stars? Because if you can, that's how many descendants you will have. And, and God then commanded Abraham to, to cut animals in half and, and he descended as, as a torch of fire and walked in between him. That, that is the same tradition he, he knew. So when Abraham saw all that, when that, that God came down and walked in the middle of the, the animals that were cut in half, Abraham understood that he is in blood covenantial relationship with God. That means God says, I will revenge you. I will protect you, protect you. I, I will be, be with you. I am in everlasting relationships with you. Now, when you start understanding the blood covenant, then you start understanding all these other pieces that come together. You start seeing a circumcision, why circumcision was important in the old days. Because 
when they would circumcise the boys it, it, that circumcision would point out to the blood covenant that that uh, uh, that God made with Abraham that they that they are in everlasting unity with God that they are God's children all the boys would point out to this blood this act of blood spilling to 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 understand that they belong now they belong to God all their life they belong to God they are chosen people now when you understand that then you understand why God created uh, us as a man and a woman in consummation of marriage and when the bride is waiting for the husband and she's pure she's not giving herself to to anybody but waiting for that one bride there is an act of blood there's a blood spilling happening in the consummation of marriage when the two have sex now all that points out to the Garden of Eden and then points out to Jesus from the beginning to the end. Now then you start to understand Jesus is why Jesus had to die on the cross because we couldn't bear uh, the the circumcision. We couldn't, Jesus knew that we, God knew that we will be unfaithful. We couldn't bear the weight of that blood covenant, the weight of unity with God. We would be sinful people. We would run from Him and Jesus when He died on the cross, His blood now spilled upon onto this earth it's and 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 he when he it says when he died for the world that world means cosmos he dies he died for the world not just for for you and me but for the whole world for everyone that's here his blood covered in the spiritual realm covered the whole world now Jesus said this in in chapter in John chapter 14 verse 6 and 7 he said this I am the way I am the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, he points out to the relationship aspect, you would know my Father. Jesus always would, and I'm going to pause here for a second, Jesus always would walk around and he would say this, you know the Father, if you know me, you know the Father. You know what He does and you know His character because of my character. You see me, you see the Father. You see what I do, you see what the Father does. You see the miracles, you see the, the kindness, you see the peace, you see the I, I am here to heal, I am here to restore, I am here to uplift. That's what Father wants and He's saying, He's saying, I am the way. If you want to get to the Father, if you want to get to God, if you want to understand the why I'm even here, then, then come close to me. He said, if you know me, you know the Father. From now on, you don't know Him and have not seen Him, but you will when you will see me and when you will understand me, my character. That's why example that Jesus left is the most important thing on earth. And you understand that the, that the blood, the spilling of Jesus' blood, the innocent blood, was pointed out to the same covenant. When God created Adam from nothing, I believe when He breathed the life into Adam, it was parts of God Himself went into Adam and that God and it continued and that covenant covenantal relationship continued with Eve there is one God there's one Savior one Savior there is one bride there is one heaven and one hell there's only one relationship between the man and the woman that brings life 
that truly brings life, that, that, that brings life that, and, and, and brings children to this world. There's only one marriage that speaks of the gospel, of the brightest message of the gospel in the blood, this, this covenantal, uh, covenantal relationship that continues. We leave pieces of ourselves when we give ourselves to an act of, of sex to, and if we sleep around, if we go around there and just, 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 we, we, we're having fun. You understand, you leave your pieces of your soul in someone else's because in the old tradition, it's not the vows of a priest that you repeat that, that made you a husband and wife. It's not that in, in sickness and, and health and, and, but it's the act of consummation. Some old tradition would put e- e- even, even bad covers to show the villages or the, where they live that it's a blood covenant between a man and a husband. Now we just discard all of that. You see, if you understand that, now you truly understand and see what Jesus has done. If you understand the impor- impor- importance, you will have values in your relationship. You you're start, start seeing your wife and your husband as one, Jesus said said to Pharisees, in the beginning, God created one man and one woman. One. We, me and my wife, our first few values that we took divorce out of our vocabulary. We were willing to work on things. We We knew that God first, that this is forever. And I believe because we, the, the values was that God was first, that, that there, there was no divorce and we were willing to work on things 20 years into it. Into it, I love her the, more than ever. We're still in a great, she's my best friend and that's what keeps us together. Now, God will, you see the world will tell you to get to the next thing. This marriage didn't work out, the next one will. This friendship didn't work out, the next one will. The social media will tell you to just scroll, scroll to the next video, scroll to the next information, just on, on. We don't have, we're not invested into anything. If you don't have, you don't like the job, get to the next one. If you don't like something, go to the next one. There is nothing that we are invested in. When there is a church, if you don't like something, go to the next church. Just hop the church until you die and find the sparks. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in marriage. Oh, we lost a spark here. I'm gonna go find another spark. We lost a spark in the message. I'm gonna go find another message. And we are never invested in anything. And God will tell you, the world will tell you, chase the next thing, but the God will tell you, invest in the relationships. Everything is based in this world upon relationships. That's why devil attacks the family so much today. That's why devil perverts the reality and the real relationships of today. That's why devil wants to destroy the marriage today because it speaks about Christ. It points out to the blood covenant between Jesus and the world, between man and the woman, between father and the son, and between, and, and, and that same marriage the devil desperately wants to kill today also points out to the brightest message of the gospel, to this covenantal relationships that one day we will have and one bride will come from heaven for his bride, the church. That's why it's important to understand there's not many ways to God. There's one and his name is Jesus. There's not many relationships that will mend your soul, that will help you. There's one you have to be invested in. And the more you invest time in something, the more you will understand it. 
relationships is probably the most important revelation in the Bible besides loving God. Because Jesus himself said, number one thing, all the law and the prophets point out to two things. Love God with all your heart, your mind and soul, and love your neighbor, not just your wife, love your neighbor, all the relationships as yourself. That is the two significant key and key to success in our everyday life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine and you be gracious to you. Turn His face towards you and give you peace. Invest, go and invest in your relationships today. Don't jump from one thing to another and you will see how your life will finally take root in, in, and how it will have the foundation that you need to withstand the storms of life, to withstand the things that God, that the devil will throw you. And remember, just like you are in covenantal, the blood covenant relationship with your son, your daughter, same thing with your wife, and same thing with God. You are his child, and that fact can never be taken out. God bless you.